am the 2023 Armed Forces Insurance Military Spouse of the Year. So can you tell me about your military journey? Yes, I am actually an Army brat. Both of my parents served in the military, although my mom got out before I was born. Uh, so, you know, the first five, six years of my life, I was an Army brat. And we got out while my dad was stationed in New Jersey. And I, for whatever reason, I'm not really sure why, I always said, you know, like, oh, I'm never going to marry someone in the service. Well, that clearly did not happen. And I met my husband in college. Uh, we went through a deployment together when we were not married. And then during his second deployment, his first was with the National Guard. His second was with active duty service. So I have a little bit of experience in both areas. He decided that he wanted to propose. I said yes to this crazy journey. And here we are 11 and a half years later. So with that, both being a military brat and uh, a spouse, how, what are some of the challenges you have faced? Well, I think a lot of people believe that because I had some experience having lived the military life before getting married, that I knew a little bit more of what to expect. But when you're a child, all you're really thinking of, especially so young, you know, my dad got out when I was six. All I really wanted to do was play with my friends and have fun. Uh, so I didn't really think about what it meant. We did have access to the base after that. You know, I had my military ID and I got to go to the PX and all that. So I understood what the military was, but it doesn't really prepare you for being a military spouse. Like going into the first deployment, especially with the fact that it was National Guard. I was living in Ohio, so I wasn't near any friends or family myself. It was actually a really good first, I guess, uh, toe dip into military life because even though the move had nothing to do with the military, I had to learn how to be independent. I had to learn how to live on my own. I was starting in but I knew no one in the area. And uh, one of the things that kind of stood out to me that has helped me the entire time I've been a military spouse is I went to Ikea for the very first time, you know, and I had grand plans like we all do to buy a bunch of furniture for my house. And I got there and I realized not only could I not pick up a single box because they were all really heavy, but they couldn't fit in my car. And so I had to ask people that I had only just met hey, can you help me with this? And I've had to do that since being a military spouse too. You know, every time you move, sometimes you need to reach out to someone you may have just met. And having started my life doing that post-college uh, really set me up, I think, for success in realizing that people do really want to help, but you sometimes do need to be the one to give them an idea of how to help. Uh, and then they'll, you know, say yes. So when I was researching you, I saw you do a lot about uh, wellness and mental health. How important is it, you know, you're helping others, but also take care of your own mental health? Yeah, so actually early this year, and the news wasn't surprising, the DOD released a report saying that supporting military families is a crucial element in effective suicide prevention for service members. So the need for what we do at Independent, which is the nonprofit that I volunteer with, 
has been there honestly since the beginning. You know, that is not, I think, news to any of us, especially those of us who live the lifestyle. But what I really try to do within my team and within our own, you know, within my own well-being is live what it is that we also encourage others to do. So as president, yes, I want the organization to be successful, but I don't want any of my team to also be burnt out, you know, right? It doesn't really look well when you're a nonprofit encouraging military spouse health and wellness when the team is not helped. Yeah. healthier well uh so as a pre as president you know that i think is one of my biggest and most important responsibilities and part of that is also living the things that i encourage my team to do so i do that through vocalizing hey i'm gonna take this step back today i just need to rest or hey things are really tough right now in life can someone please help me uh, and so I try to vocalize what it is that I'm feeling and ask for that help. So then, you know, more and more people on the team also know this is a culture where we can talk about that with each other. We can lean on each other, right? Because what was happening before is military life is challenging. To answer your other question, which I didn't answer at all, I mean, there are so many things that we're having to manage day to day. Often the military spouse is the one taking care of literally everything at home because we are the constant. Everything from ensuring that there are doctor's appointments happening on a regular basis, making sure that the move happens as smooth as possible, laundry is done, you know, not piled up to making sure that there's food on the table. I mean, my spouse works an ungodly amount of hours, and I know that that's not unique to his role. And so not only is my team also dealing with these barriers, but we're trying to eliminate those same barriers in the military spouse community and encourage military spouses to take care of their well-being. And that really starts with our team being well and creating those processes and honestly a culture which encourages military spouses to prioritize their well-being and then lean on each other's team because otherwise we won't get anything done. Yeah, as a military spouse, how important is it to just have a support system with someone going through similar things? Yeah, I think it can really vary depending on your experience. So my best friend back in New Jersey is not a military spouse at all. I think the closest she's come has been me, you know, to the military community. And I think she has a cousin who graduated from West Point. She has been one of the best voices of reason when I have needed someone in some of the darkest moments. She's been the constant. She knows everything. I don't need to start from scratch with her. However, when you are in the thick of things, for example, a deployment or a PCS move or anything like that, it is really important to have in-person friends and people that you can connect with because as humans, we need that. We can't have all of our friendships be virtual. And so it's hard because it can take a while to find a group that you really resonate well with and enjoy spending time together. And then, you know, you're all kind of moving or going through different things at different periods of time. So one of you might be PCSing soon, or one of you might be 
going through a deployment or a long TPY or whatever it happens to be, or just struggling because you're far from home and something may be happening at home, uh, but you're there with each other and you have that physical, those physical friends who you can meet for coffee and have those spontaneous, you know, hangouts with. But I also think it is really important to maintain, for me, maintain a few really deep friendships with people, and they don't need to be military, but with people that it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you know that you have that person who's always going to be there for you. And those generally tend to be, you know, the more long distance friendships, but those are just as crucial. But I think that virtual and the in-person friends both fulfill really important needs that as military spouses, we really need to invest in both. And I want to say uh, congrats on being the 2023 Military Spouse of the Year. How did that all happen and how did that make you feel? Yes. So I've been part of the Armed Forces Insurance uh, Military Spouse of the Year program since 2017 when I was first nominated back when we were at Fort Bragg, which I think is now Fort Liberty, I think. Um, and yeah, it just had its renaming ceremony, I think, on Friday. Uh, so I've been around this community for a while and just amazing military spouses doing incredible things to help not only the military community, but just the places where they're living and who they're surrounded with. But earlier this year, uh, this is actually Independence 10th year of existence. And really the team was just like, let's raise some awareness for what we're doing. And so I was nominated for my base here in Germany, which is where we're currently living. And it just kind of spiraled from there. I honestly was expecting to win the base level here in Germany, use that in conversations with partners and be like, look at the amazing things that Independent is doing. And then I was nominated for top three in Army. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, this is really happening. Like something, this could be more. And, and then when I won Army, it was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, and honestly, seeing the fabric get removed from the huge foam board, which I currently have in my office right now and have no clue what to do with, um, there is a moment where, I don't know, like, do you ever expect to see your face on a foam board winning an overall award for something that you literally said, I do to someone that you love for, right? Like, I'm a military spouse because I married the love of my life and every day I get to choose to love him. Um, but also I was nominated for this award because of the incredible work that we do with our organization and the team that I have behind me. And so to me, winning this award was incredible because it's one of the first times that wellness has for military spouses has been a topic that is relevant. Um, employment has been relevant for a while, obviously mental health, but what we stand for at Independent is holistic military spouse well-being. That's the entire person is taken into consideration. And just to see that up there made me realize like people are finally noticing military spouses are realizing we need to take care of ourselves in order to be the best that we can be for our family and our community. And I don't know, it just felt like a, a big turning point for what it is that we're trying to do and the work that I'm really excited and interested in having an impact on.
Well, yeah, I saw, uh, I read a lot of articles about you winning and then you were even on the Today Show. Uh, how How is it that this exposure is helping get your message out? Well, it's still kind of in the early parts of the award. Obviously, having conversations like this is huge. Like I said, Independent's been around for 10 years. I've been with Independent for six of those 10 years. And we have really evolved in what we're doing. So anytime we get to share the work that we're doing, not only helps the military spouses who need it, but also helps my team get more resources because more people are hearing about our mission and going, hey, I want to be involved in that. I want to support that. And so anytime that we have an opportunity to connect with people who didn't know that independent exists and or want to just learn more about military spouse health and well-being and how they can support the military spouses that might be in their communities because so many civilians, they understand the need for veteran-specific resources. I would even say that, you know, anyone can really get behind children. They might not understand, like, military children, but everyone wants to care for children. But military spouses, they're always like, wait, why do military spouses need spouse-specific resources? And so to be able to bring awareness to not only the challenges we face, but areas for opportunity in um, bringing all of our communities together, I think is is only a positive. What are some of the things you've learned from your husband? Oh, patience. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I definitely am the person who's like, are you excited to go here? Are you excited to move? Are you excited to do you know insert whatever it is. And he's always like, you know, Evie, I'll be excited when we get there because a lot of things can happen between now and then. So he really keeps me grounded. Um, but I think one of the things that I really benefit from is a husband who loves professional development and personal development. So my husband is always reading about how to be a better leader. Um, one of you know the books that he read was even like how to be a better leader when you lead women. And I found that really powerful because he's in the logistics branch and that has a very uh, a higher percentage of women than other branches in the military. And he wants to be able to lead well. And so we have a lot of conversations about that. We have very different leadership styles, but I learn so much from him every time we talk about whether it's an issue that he's having or an issue that I'm having with my team. Um, we always have a really good conversation. I always grow from those, those conversations. Um, the other thing that honestly I learned from John is just to be present in the moment. Like I said, you know, I'm excited about the next thing, but he is really relishing those moments of now. And it has allowed me, especially when we live in so many new places, to enjoy those new places and not always be looking for the next thing. Uh, so I don't know. I think that that's really wonderful to be with someone who appreciates the beauty that is currently surrounding him and not always thinking about, okay, what are we going to do next? Where are we going to go next? Who are we going to see next? Um, he's like, no, let's just enjoy this moment. And it's really allowed me to slow down, which can be hard. 
I know you're balancing so much. So I love it. I have a, a a planner and seeing my planner all organized and filled out with things to do and people I'm seeing or meetings or calls or things to accomplish. It makes me feel like I am doing something purposeful. And with the independent, where do you want to see it the next three to five years? Well, I would love to see it fully funded. We are a team of military spouse volunteers right now, which is fantastic. However, we lack a lot of capacity for growth because we have very, very, very limited funding streams. Um, when you have volunteers, you just naturally have a higher turnover. And so sometimes it does take us a lot longer to accomplish anything because we have team members. I, gosh, last year, I think 50% of our team members were moving within a couple of months of each other. And we still keep going, you know, no one outside of independent knows that that stuff is happening. But within the organization, that can be really difficult, especially when you don't have um, like a dedicated person who's working 20, you know, to 40 hours a week on something. We have a lot of team members doing a couple of hours here and there. And so when someone moves, or when someone says, hey, you know, things are just really difficult in my life. My spouse is on a training. I need to step away for a month. Um, finding someone else to take on those roles or responsibilities is always just an added layer of stress and can slow down some momentum. Um, but it also means that we can't accomplish a lot of the programs that we want to build knowing that there are needs within the military spouse community. I don't think anyone does what we do as well as we do it. Um, no one is focused solely on ensuring military spouses have access to the health and wellness resources they need within the constraints of military life. And we are only just getting started. And so Within the next three to five years, I want us to be known as the wellness nonprofit for military spouses. When they are looking for a resource or when they are looking for help or program or inspiration, they think independent right away. They know about it, right? Uh, and when the DOD is going, hey, what can we do to help military spouses? Where are the challenges? Uh, they're coming to us for that information because now we are the experts and we're providing that data. And then, like I said, yeah, I'd love to see us fully funded so that we can accomplish more and reach more military spouses and have a bigger impact and help military spouses honestly thrive in, in this military life, which I think sometimes we can just be surviving. How can people uh, reach out to the nonprofit? Our website is www.in-dependent.org. There are lots of ways to contact us on there. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. You can message us. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, so you can message me there, Evie King. And yeah, I, I mean, like we're just, we're fully virtual. So um, you can probably reach us anyway, except for like, we don't have like an independent phone number only because again, we're all moving all the time. And uh, yeah, we just do better with 
you know, let's connect over email, send us a message, fill out the contact form, reach out to us on, on um, Instagram or Facebook, and then we'll set up a meeting like this and have a conversation. So those are probably the best ways. And you just uh, became the military spouse here a short time ago, but what do you want your uh, legacy to be? Well, I hope that when people think of this year, they see that by raising the awareness of the challenges that military spouses face and the barriers that we have for our own health and wellness, um, that they are not only helped in their own endeavors, but also encouraged to take care of their own well-being. My goal is to lead again by example. I want to show people that you you can be successful without burning yourself out. And so, you know, if I can raise awareness for those issues and then also show that I can do this work while not compromising my own health and wellness, um, I think it will show people that we can work from a place of rest rather than working to rest, which I think so often in the military spouse community we do because we are constantly putting the needs of others over our own.